Do you like that gamer chair? Yeah, it's alright. You're like, mine's better at home. Then no, I do not have a good chair. <laughs> I do not have a good chair at home. It, it was a hand-me-down from work, and it's like, I've had it for like two years. I really need to replace it. It's like one of those pictures where it's like, men actually live in places like this, and there was right. like the folding lawn chair, and then like oh, the God. TV with the like oh, PlayStation geez. and stuff, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rate my setup. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, like, the, the fucking thing that, like, locks it in place, like, if you get it to the right tilt and you lock it, that doesn't work anymore, so I just, I, like, I just made it really fucking tight, so I have to push hard if I want to lean back, so it just kind of stays there, but, yeah. You're like, yeah, that won't cause back problems for me in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Nothing to Play podcast, a mediocre podcast about video games, movies, and staying at home. As always, it's your boy, Justin Time Carter. And this week, I got returning guests of the podcast. I love them. We're not in the closet this time. Surprise, surprise. Brandon Smith. Yay! We finally came out of the closet. Together. We did it together. I know. I've Teamwork. been asking Brandon for like weeks to like come back on. And he's like, well, invite me back on. And I was like, well, I did. Come over. And he's like, do you have space aids? And I was like, no. And he's like, all right, I'll come over. <laughs> he still might have space aids. I, my, I washed my hands, though. That supposedly helps but that's so. the, if that's the only part of your body that you washed it doesn't it doesn't make a difference what <laughs> <laughs> how have you been i'm good i'm good i also do not have the space aids to my knowledge so that is good and did you get tested no <laughs> I, I, I tested i tested myself unofficially <laughs> yeah you like spit in your hands and yeah. then Touch, touch your son in the face, and you're like, in two <laughs> right. to three days, if yeah, exactly. you're showing any symptoms, you're are good. You, are you dead? <laughs> yeah. No, things are, things are good. Things are good. Yeah. I saw. I'm very proud of you for uh, joining the Switch Club. Yes, I finally got a Switch. Um, yeah, my, my wife kept bugging me about what I wanted for my birthday. My birthday was at the beginning of May, and we're all, like, shut down, so we, she can't take me out anywhere, and... Um, she just didn't know what to get me and I'm a hard person to buy gifts for because I tend to just buy myself what I want most mm -hmm. of the time and I don't even know what I want until I see something and I just go, oh yeah, I want that and I buy it. And, uh, she just kept bugging me. What do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really need anything. There's nothing that's like really coming to my mind. I'm like, I don't want you to waste money just to buy me a gift for the sake of buying me a gift. And she just kept pestering me about it. And she's like, well, what about like video game stuff? Are there any like consoles that you that you don't have like I know the PlayStation 5 is gonna be coming out eventually I'm like yeah but you know that's still a ways off and I don't know what you know games I'm gonna be playing on that and then I all of a sudden I was like oh my god I don't know why I didn't think of this before I'm like well I never got the switch and I, I've kind of like missed Nintendo consoles for a while like what was the last one that you had um the before the switch the newest uh, Nintendo console that I had was the Wii. Okay. The original Wii. Um, and the only reason I even have that is because my son had it. Like, when, like, I think when I, no, not when I met him. So he's my stepson. Um, not when You're I, like, when I picked him up when, outside when I, of AMP. <laughs> when I acquired this child. Um, no, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, when, when my wife and I moved in together, before we got married, Jeffrey already had the Switch. Like, he got it from his grandparents or something as, like, a, a birthday or Christmas gift. And that's the only reason I even had the Switch. Like, the last Nintendo console that I bought myself, for myself, was probably an N64 from a garage sale. Like, 
Nintendo consoles are something that, like, I don't know why. Like, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of Nintendo games, but I think part of the problem is when I was growing up, I have two stepbrothers that I used to visit in California every summer, and they had, like, every video game console. Mm -hmm. So when I'd go visit them, I would play whatever. To your heart's content. Yeah, like I'd play whatever, whatever I wanted there, and then I'd go back home, and I would just be content playing with whatever... I had that family members had bought for me for gifts and whatever. So like I grew up with, I had an NES and I had um, an Atari and a PlayStation 1. We're talking like before I got old enough that I was working and buying myself my own stuff. It's pretty much just those three consoles were like all I played at home. And then I'd play everything else at my stepbrother's place. Um, so when I was like, out on my own and I was buying my own consoles and stuff at that point that was by the time I had gotten super super into RPGs and like I was playing all the JRPGs that were on my like, PlayStation and stuff and there wasn't enough that was drawing me back to Nintendo consoles I was like perfectly happy being the PlayStation kid mm -hmm. so I've always had like like every iteration of PlayStation and other consoles were just kind of like oh I'll buy it if there's like a bunch of stuff I know I want to play on it so I just I don't know never got around to playing the Nintendo consoles uh, or buying new ones, at least. Anyway, that was a long story, but yes. Yeah, I finally have a Switch. So, uh, yeah, my wife pestered me enough that I said, oh, yeah, uh, I, guess I, would, I guess I would play a Switch because there were a few games I could think of that I wanted to play. Um, I'm look looking forward to that new uh, Xenoblade Chronicles remastered version. Yeah, you are, you weeaboo so fuck. Because I love the JRPGs. I saw you got Breath of the Wild. What else did you get? I did. Um, so I got the console with Breath of the Wild, like... You normally do, I guess. Um, and I am looking forward to playing that, but I haven't touched it yet because PJ bought me Octopath Traveler as his birthday gift, so I've been playing I that. mean, that's a good pick for you. It is. I'm loving it. It's really good. I was playing it in the driveway before you came. <laughs> you're on your way here driving, you're like, right? Uh, you got it like... One more battle. Zip-tied to your steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. I have not ever played video games while driving, since this is on the record. <laughs> You can see Brandon did air finger quotes as he said that, but um, that's funny though, because I, see me growing up, I always had Nintendo consoles, and that was my thing, like I had, I started with the NES, and then I was kind of the same way with you, where I never got the Super Nintendo, but I had like, my neighbor friend had one, so it's like, and my other friend Nick had one, so it's like, I'd go over to his house and we'd play Super Mario World and Super Mario RPG and Donkey Kong Country and whatever, you know, Dang at other people's Dang. houses, yeah. And then I got the N64, and then GameCube, and I think... I don't remember if the Wii was out at that point, because, like, my friend had an Xbox and stuff, and I played, but it's, like, I didn't really give a shit about Halo or, like, anything like that, but then, uh, for the Xbox 360, I, I was, like, you know, I was, like, man, I've Nintendo all along, like, I'm, like, whatever, and then Bioshock came out mm. for the 360, and it was, like, the year it came out, it got tons of, like, Game of the Year awards and whatever, and I was, like, all right, like, I'm finally going to break, and I was like, I want an Xbox now, and so I ended up getting um, the 360, and it was bundled with Guitar Hero 2, and so I got that, and then like immediately the next day I went to Game Crazy or whatever and bought Bioshock, and then yeah, I had a 360 for a while, and then eventually 
acquired like a PS2 and a PS3 and yeah. and then it's like now anymore it's like I have an Xbox One but I don't fucking have anything for it like I pretty much just use the PS4 and the Switch and yeah. that's it see my first experience with Xbox was a really bad one so I, I it just like kind of soured me and I I think that's the reason I haven't really bothered with their console since then what's funny is my son's my son's more of an Xbox guy like he's had like every version of the Xbox until mm-hmm. now and I don't I think he has just the regular Xbox One right now. Um, <clears throat> that's the latest one uh, that he has, at least. But um, but yeah, he's he's always got the Xboxes. I've always got the Playstations. And occasionally... Like, I, I never play anything on his Xbox. I have no reason to. Like, for me, especially now, Xbox seems increasingly less and less necessary, especially if you have a PC for gaming. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll game on PlayStation, now on the Switch... Um, as far as new games, like, that's really it, and then the PC. So I have my PC that I built for gaming primarily, um, and so anything that is available on Xbox pretty much is available on PC. I don't know if there's there's any exception to that. So I don't feel any need to have an Xbox. Um, but, yeah, so my, my first experience with Xbox, with the original, uh, original Xbox console, was... Um, and again, I'm, I'm always driven by the games I want to play, so mm-hmm. I had no interest in Xbox until Knights of the Old Republic, and this is when it was relatively new. It was like, I played it a little bit after everyone else did, but like, on the tail end of like, its popularity. So like, people were just finishing that game, and I was hearing a lot about it, and I'm like, okay. So I think I borrowed it from PJ or something, and I got, uh, I got a used Xbox, like a refurbished Xbox from, from the game store. And this is another lesson that I learned. I will, I'll never buy another refurbished, at least, <laughs> at least not a refurbished disc-based system. Because you can buy, like I said, like you can go to yard sales and get old consoles, like cartridge-based yeah. consoles, and they work perfectly fine for the most part, usually. But, I, I don't know, and maybe this is just my experience, but I got this Xbox that had been pre-owned and, and redone, and the entire time I had it, it had problems. Like... I played, it pretty much just exclusively played KOTOR on it, and, like, every session that I was sitting down playing, it would lock up at some point. It would just, the game would just completely lock, completely freeze. So I got to the point where, like, I was saving, like, a madman, like, more than I ever have in any video game before. Like, I would do, like, any little thing. I'd go to a shop and buy something and save my game. I'd go, like, walk from one, like, part of a zone to another and save my game. I'd, like, like, everything. I'd fight a battle, I'd save my game. Like, constantly, because I was just... Losing progress. <laughs> yeah, I was constantly losing progress. And so it finally culminated at the very end. Like, I made it all the way through the game until the very last dungeon. And the last dungeon, I don't know if you know the game, if you've played that one, but the very last dungeon, you're just being, like, overrun by waves and waves of, like, Dark Jedi or Sith or whatever you want to call them in that game. Just bad guys just coming after you. Um, and that entire dungeon is just like a constant stream of that and it was so much I think the, the console was having such a hard time processing it and it was like constantly trying to lock up and like it was just like slowing down to the point <laughs> that like it looked like it was locked up and then something would start to move again barely and I was waiting and waiting and waiting uh, for it to load and finally like it just completely crashed and I got that dreaded red ring of death on the Xbox console where it was just like, nope, I'm fucking done. And I was so angry. And you have to remember, like, so I'm I'm a I'm a nice in control adult now. But I was like sure. I was like <laughs> I was like twenty two, twenty three back then, you know, a young a young impulsive lad. And I was so angry 
that I ripped the console out of the wall, like pulled it off the cables, walked up to my uh, balcony. I was living in like a, a second story apartment, walked to my balcony and chucked it as hard as I could out into the parking lot. <laughs> and I watched it like and it hits the parking lot and it just bounces and tumbles and yeah. flips and no pieces came off of it. And that made me even angrier. So I went outside with like a big fucking like, you know, those, those wooden like katanas, those like practice yep, katanas. Uh -huh. I had one of those. Of course you did. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me Well, I didn't all. want to dull the real one. So <laughs> but I went out there with this fucking wooden, like practically like a bat and went out there and just like picked up the console and kept throwing it up into the air and swinging the katana at it, just trying to like break it. <laughs> I was so angry. I yeah. I was like, me and my friends, uh, we did that too with an original Xbox because it was like busted or like the disc yeah. drive quit working or like whatever in it. And we took it out front in front of my friend Shane's house and that's what we were doing was we were taking it and like, and those things are fucking heavy, dude. So yeah. like and like, we were chucking it up as high as we could for it to come down and like, it would bounce and like, yeah, nothing like that. And we'd yeah. do that three, four times and find like the faceplate or something like came off. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this thing's like still in like one fucking piece. Like They're you could not. Durable. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you could not like get that thing to come apart. Yeah. So I haven't bought an Xbox for myself since then. <laughs> well, it's funny that you talk about like bad Xboxes because so that 360 I was talking about, that Guitar Hero one that I got for, so we went to Oklahoma that year for um, Christmas, and it was, so that Christmas was memorable for two reasons, because one, I got my Super Mario Brothers 3 jacket, but it was funny, because I want, I like, I saw that jacket at Hot Topic, and I loved it, and it has little Super Mario Bros. 3 characters all over it, and I wanted it so bad, and, um... I had told my mom, like, I was at Metro Center or whatever with my mom, and I was like, oh, dude, can't, I was like, can I get this jacket or whatever, and, like, she looked at she's it. like, no. Dude, well, she looked at it, and she sat there until she's like, dude, that jacket's for girls, and that pissed me <laughs> off. And then, uh, like, a week later or whatever, I was at the mall with my friend Daniel, and I was like, you know what, I was like, and I had, like, money now, where I was like, all right, I was like, fuck her, I was like, I'm gonna buy that jacket, just the spider, <laughs> and I went to the hot top, and it wasn't there anymore. And I was so upset. And then come Christmas, we're in Oklahoma, uh -huh. and you know, opening gifts right. And I open it, and I see that jacket, oh, and shit. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Like she just did that to fuck with me. And I was it not she was it not really for girls? Was, no, I mean it was like an act. It was like a. I mean it's like unisex or okay. whatever. You know, it wasn't like uh -huh. it wasn't like a pink jacket, like whatever. It's got like, like a dress attached to the bottom. Yeah, it's like a skirt, like a train or something. Yeah, there's like <laughs> a little pocket where you like push a button and like ejects tampons out the bottom of it. <laughs> But, yeah, no, so she, like, fucked with me to do it, and then my dad gave me this, like, little tiny box that was, like, this big, and it was, like, wrapped up, or whatever, I was like, what the fuck is this? So, like, I the sit condoms, there. he's like, go be a man. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> but, no, he uh, gave it to me, and I opened it, and there's a piece of paper, and it's all folded up, or whatever, and I unfold it. He's like, there is no gift. <laughs> yeah. And it's a picture from inside the garage at home, huh. and on the back of his car was the Xbox 360, Guitar Hero, whatever, and I was like, and I was like, but he left it back Yeah, at the house. he did. Did and he really? Yes, he did. <laughs> and he was like, dude, I was like so excited, and I was like, where is it? And he's like, it's in the garage at home. And I was like, what? And we were still in Oklahoma for like another like week or two, and I was so pissed, because I was like, I now I had to, it was like, I was like, that? yeah, I was like, you're such a dick, because I was like, now I have to fucking wait like two weeks to fucking play with it now. Oh my god, that's so, terrible. 
Yeah, so then we end up, when we finally get home... This I'm, explains that, that I'm understanding the source of your trauma now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, I get home, and I'm so excited, and I plug the 360 in, and turn it on, and it does its updates and stuff, and I was so excited, and I had like my, uh, cause you know, you, back then too, you could, um, burn your CDs onto the 360 and stuff, you know, have your music on your mm-hmm. 360, so oh, yeah, yeah. I was so excited, so I like had my stack of CDs, and I was like, dude, cause then, you know, that's what me and my friend Nick would do all the time, was he had a bunch of music on his 360, and like, we would, um pull the video cable when I'd go over his house he'd pull the video cable out on the 360 and plug in my GameCube video cable and we'd play Smash Brothers mm. but for the audio and stuff he'd be playing music off his Xbox oh shit so we'd be sitting there we'd stay up all night and just play cool. music and play Smash Bros and stuff so I was mm. so excited and the first CD I put in the Xbox it was like ripping it and then it stopped and then it red ringed Oh in the middle, God. and that was the first thing I'd ever done on the Xbox, oh, and it shit. red and I was so upset, and my dad was pissed. Yeah, I bet. And then we had to go to Best Buy, like, wow. the next day, and we were going to exchange it, but... Was it brand new? Yeah, it was what a brand that? new, like, Black Friday, like, edition, whatever, yeah. and um, they wouldn't exchange it because... The like they wouldn't trade it just for like a new boxed Xbox 360 because the one that it was a Guitar Hero edition whatever so it had to be exchanged for another Guitar Hero edition one. Fuck. They didn't have those so then we had to drive all the way out to like Happy Valley or some shit to some Best Buy out there because they had it and go through the exchange process and my dad bought like a two year extended warranty and shit on it in case it didn't happen. Mm. And then it worked for like a while and then ended up fucking like red ringing again. And then my dad cracked it open and like fixed it. But then, yeah, so then it didn't red ring anymore, but then it started doing it again. But then it's like, I'd turn it off and then turn it back on and it'd be fine for a while, but then it's kept doing it like sooner and more frequent and it just like eventually shit out. Ooh. I've got a story I just uh, remembered about my first PlayStation, my first PS1. Oh, yeah? Because right. that was a janky motherfucker. Um, okay, so, and this one was, again, like, brand new. Like, it was bought for us brand new. We got it as a Christmas gift. Um, and I don't know how long it took before it became a problem, but all I remember is after having it for a while, this thing got to the point where I... I I don't know if it was just a problem of overheating or exactly what it was, but I'm sure that overheating was a factor because what I would end up doing, there's a, there's a few things I, I had to do with this thing. So I'd, I'd play a game for like an hour, maybe two hours, whatever. Like that would be like a pretty good run playing a game for a couple hours before it would just like, you get to a loading screen and it would just never load, you know, or it would just completely freeze or something like that. But my solution to that, and I don't know how I came up with this, like the one thing I started doing with it was I would like, I think a lot of people got kind of crafty with, with disc-based systems. They'd be like, oh, it's not reading it right now. Maybe the laser's out of alignment, right? So you start like tilting. Yeah. You tilt the console. You're like, oh, you know, maybe the laser's just a little bit to the left or it's a little bit to the right or whatever because it's trying to read this disc. So I'm like tilting the thing. I'd like stand it up on end on one, on one side, lean it kind of like half on its side, half upside down. Like I would just like twist and turn the fucking console in whatever direction I could until it would start to read the game. And it actually like worked a lot of the time just by like tilting it and stuff. Um, but then there were times where I couldn't even get it to run like that. So I'd have to shut off the system completely, unplug everything, take the disc out, put it in my fucking freezer. 
I put it in the freezer <laughs> in my refrigerator, and I would, like, not long enough that, like, it would, like, get fucking, like, crystal on it or anything like that, but, like, I put it in long enough that it would cool down, because, like, it felt, like, just hot as fuck to the touch. Yeah. So I was sure it was overheating. So I'd literally put it in the freezer to cool it down for, like, five minutes, maybe ten, and then I'd take it out, I'd put my game back in, and it's nice and cool, <laughs> and it would work. It would run again for, like, another 30 minutes or an hour or something like that. And then it would, like, start being shitty again. I'd start turning it one direction or another. If that didn't work, I'd take it out, put it in the freezer again. And, that, like, I had to do that all the fucking time when I had this PlayStation 1. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. That sounds, what, what that sounds like to me is um, with my original NES, like, as a kid and stuff, what you did to try and get, like, the cartridge to work, you know, sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. you'd, like, blow in the cartridge, or you'd blow, we'd blow, like, in the actual in the console, console stuff. Yeah. but then, like, sometimes, like, what I determined to do was, it was, like, um, I would, before putting the cartridge in, um, because, you know, you, like, push it down, and that's, like, what loads it in, so, right. with my finger at the edge of the black thing, I would go, like, push it kind of halfway down, but not to where it would click, uh-huh. and I'd go, one, two, three, huh. and then on the way up... I would let it pinch my finger, and it's like, that was like my offering, like, to it, basically, to like, get the cartridge to work, as like a kid, I'm like, you have to do one, two, three, and then let it pinch your finger, because it's like one time when I did that, it works, so then as a kid, I was right. convinced that that's right. like what I had to do to get it to work, so like, when it wasn't working, I'm like, alright, you gotta, and then I, I, my cousin would be doing it and stuff, and I'd pinch her finger and stuff to try, oh and she's like, ow, and it's like, alright, now try it, now try it, and like, oh, now try it, you're in pain, it's gonna work, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's what the, it wants, the blood offering, yeah, you have to pinch your skin on your finger to get the right. fucking cartridge to load, well, my NES, I had games that had, like, like, I had a different solution for, like, every fucking game. Like, one game would only work if I put a fucking, like, eraser, like, one of those big block erasers, uh-huh. like, on top on the left. That's the only time I would get it to work if I shoved it in over the thing. I had one game I could only get to work if I put it in and pushed the game all the way down and then took a whole nother full game and shoved that over the top of it to keep, to keep it pressed down as hard as it could. That's the only way I could get that game to work. Like, some games I could only get them to work if I pushed it in and didn't push it down because it didn't fucking make a difference, honestly. Right. <laughs> um, some of them I had to push it down and, like, let it come up about halfway and then put, like, some little objects in there. Like, dude, yeah, that console was... It's very particular. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. I think everyone's got stories like that, though, with the NES. That's funny, because, like, I had a PS1 at my grandparents, but it's like, I never, I didn't get to play it, like, a whole lot, but it's like, I never had any issues with, like, any consoles beyond, of course, just, like, with the NES sometimes, whatever. And then, honestly... I mean, and then, like, but my 360 shitting out and stuff, but that was, like, a known problem. But then it's, like, beyond that, really, my, I have a, like, you know, like, launch day PS4, and the disk drive on that, like, sometimes, like, when it, the disk, like, ejects, it's just, like, it's trying way harder than it is, like, <laughs> and it, like, will come kind of halfway out, or then, like, when you put the disk in, it's, like, pulling it so, so, and you're, like, pushing it with your thumb trying to help it out. And, like, sometimes it sounds like a fucking, like, F-16 taking off, like, with the fan and stuff. I'm like, dude, like... You feel, you feel like you're, like, forcing it to do something it doesn't want to do. You're like, just, come on, just take it. Just do it. It's like, I don't want anymore. You're like, take it. I know. I'm like, thank God most of the games are digital, so I'm like, I don't give yeah. a shit if, like, the disc thing ever shits out on it, because most of them are just... That's or whatever that's game gets stuck in there, it's like, hopefully I like that game, because... Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, old consoles. Fun stuff. <laughs> um, that's so funny. That's like, I remember too with the PS1, it like blew my mind when you found that it could play like CDs. Right. Like if you put like a CD in there, it brought up the weird colored splash right. screen and stuff. Oh yeah. Like whoa! the cubes floating around. Yeah. Like, whoa. I know, that was mind blowing at the time. You know what blew my mind was when I realized that my PlayStation 4 could play like PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. It'll actually play PlayStation 1 games. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That blew my mind. Like black disc? PlayStation some some of them. Some of them. Not all of them. But some of them. Yeah. Yeah, and it actually, like, um, to save your games because there's no memory card, mm -hmm. there's, like, basically a virtual memory card built into the PS4, so where you can save your games and you can, like, go find it, like, in the file system and stuff. It saves the games in there, but under, like, a totally different area, like, a different category than where it's saving your other games. Weird. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't remember why I tried it. Like, my son was asking me about playing a game on the PS4. I was like, no, it's a PS1 game. He's like, oh, I thought you could play PS1 games on the PS4. I'm like, no, I don't think so. And he, like, looked up something. He, like, Googled it or something. And apparently some games you can. Um, I think I did it with, like, um, like the original Crash Bandicoot or something. We popped in there and it actually worked. I was like, what the fuck? I did not know that that was a thing. And you pulled out your little CD sleeve. Like. Right. All right, son. <laughs> We're going to listen to Soundgarden and Smash Mouth. <laughs> like, what? Oh, uh, yeah. But I'm trying to remember what, like... So you've just been playing Octopath Traveler? I've been playing Octopath on my Switch, yeah. That's the only thing I've played on the Switch so far. Um, like I said, I just I just have like a couple games. I have a few games right now. I actually downloaded um, Child of Light because that was on sale. Mm -hmm. And I know that Matt and Jess talk a lot about that game. Like that was kind of like one of their inspirations for Boss Battle, their card game. Yeah, because so. like the mechanics on it, like the yeah. time base. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's yeah, really pretty. it looks cool. So I'll check that one out too. But I only have those few games right now. Um... I finished the FF7 remake on the PlayStation, and that made me want to play the original game really bad, so I actually started, I re, I, I've been replaying through the original, I'm like halfway, or probably more than halfway through that game right now. It still holds up, in my opinion. I'm sure a lot of it's, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of it's nostalgia, because, yeah, I mean, you can make fun of the graphics all day, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it's, there's something charming about it, even with the graphics. Um... Yeah, so that's been a lot of fun, actually. Um, those are probably the only games I've really been playing lately. Still working on uh, my Final Fantasy remake. <laughs> I, I was about to say, my Final Fantasy remake that will never end, but I'm still pretty sure I can get it done by the end of this year. That's oh, my yeah? Goal. That's, that's my goal. goal? My wife was asking me the other day, she's like, well, how, how much more is left? Because um, <clears throat> I'm at a point right now in the game where I just... Uh, there's a part in the game where the characters all get a, a job class upgrade. Um, so like, you know, the, the mages become wizards and the, the fighter becomes a knight and all that stuff. Um, and they get new job, well not job abilities, but they get like, some of them get new spells and things like that. Well, in my version of the game, I've added a whole new set of job abilities for every job class. When they get upgraded, everybody gets at least one job ability, if not more, and everybody gets a limit ability or limit break, or whatever. Um, where in this version of the game, that's like, an ability that you can use one time per dungeon, basically. Um, so like you have to rest at an inn or whatever to restore your, your limits. Um, so I've been working on that and I just got like all of the new abilities. There's like literally like about 30 new new 
famous for each job class between combat abilities, limit breaks, job traits, world abilities that you can use like in towns and stuff like that, that I've added. And I just finished testing like all of them and like working out all the bugs. It took me like weeks. Um, but now like all of that shit is like working and it's like super fucking exciting. Cause this is like, honestly, one of the things that, um, one of the ideas I had from the very beginning that made me want to remake the game is and the idea it implemented. Of, yeah. Like, yeah. The idea of seeing like, like being able to play with a fucking ton of job abilities and, and limits and stuff, um, at the class upgrade. So, so I'm super excited that I'm there. I've, I've got a few more things I want to get into this, like, uh, build before I make it. Um, but probably by like. I'm thinking like another week um, I'll have that ready to, to have my, my, my people play it, the people on my Discord that have been playing my builds. Um, but my wife asked me how much more is left after that, and I was like, well, let me think. I've got this many dungeons, and, you know, most dungeons take me roughly about, I don't know, a week, maybe two, if it's like a really big dungeon, or if I'm adding a lot of new content for the new job classes, like I've got to make new weapons and armor and hide them and and stuff throughout the dungeon so that'll slow me down a little so i'm like okay well again say it's like two weeks per dungeon and i've got this many dungeons i don't remember how many now um but i estimated it out and i'm like i guess about six months i think i could have the game done in six months based on those estimations that on those numbers and i'm like well shit so i i've been planning since the beginning of this year i'm like i'm gonna have this game done by the end of this year and when i finally estimated it out the other day i was like I think I can still have it done by the end of this year, but shit, it's gonna be close. So yeah, I really gotta, I gotta be cranking on it. <laughs> I think it's gonna get there. Cranking on it. I gotta crank. I gotta crank it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I um. Did you uh? Did you pay? Did you play my pet plot? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, you just stole the fucking just, image. Yeah, and... yeah. I just ripped it off and uh, yeah. Made your own. Yeah, you're, made like, copy. you're like. You're like. My I'm just gonna take screenshots and like make a flip book of it. <laughs> You're like my domesticated animal glue glove. <laughs> exactly, trademark. <laughs> LLC. Beat you to market. <laughs> no, it looks cute though. I thought that was a fun idea remaking the Tamagotchi thing. Like, yeah, I mean I still have my original Tamagotchi. It still works. The original fucking battery. Cause I pulled the thing out, like the little tab that you have to pull out to connect the battery mm -hmm. when you first buy them, you know? I put, I shoved like a piece of cardboard, not the same one, but I shoved a little piece of thin cardboard back into it to like preserve the battery after I played it, like when I first got it, like 20 years ago or something. And like, I pulled that little tab out once a while back just to see if the battery was still good and it like came on. I was like, oh shit. You're all like. <laughs> that thing was fun for like two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, I remember um, when. The, the dogs are saying hi. I know. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. I think someone's just laying like up against the door and like scratching like themselves. Yeah, like, oh, okay. I was just like boop 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 vibrating the door. Um, I thought he was knocking. But yeah, no, I remember when Tamagotchi's like came out and stuff, and that was like the big. They were hard as fuck to find. And yeah. My mom worked at the mall, and she was trying to like get me one. And like every day when she came to like pick me up from like school or like whatever, I'm like. <gasps> And she's like, no, I didn't have it. I don't know. And then, like, the next day, I'm like, no. And it's like, you know, you're at that point where you just give up, like, even, like, getting your hopes up. And then, it's been, like, a month straight, and she walks in the door and she's just like, fuck off, Justin! Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, so it's like, you know, you don't even get your hopes up anymore. And then finally, the one day she comes, it's like, I'm not even, like, asking her. And she's like, really? She was like, <gasps> Nice. But, 
Yeah. And that was your first orgasm. Yeah, that was uh, that was the first time I experienced, <laughs> you know, a release in my pants. And that's why your mom has to be in the room every time now. Yeah, now every time she even like mentions Tamagotchi, I just get like, a little <laughs> pudge. Tamagotchi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got, um, when those things came out, um, my, my stepmom was always like, uh, she was big on like getting us like the big, like fad thing, whatever was popular at the time. Like, you know, she, like, that's why like my stepbrothers had every fucking video game console. Cause she would just like buy everything when it came out as soon as she heard about it. And, uh, with the Tamagotchis, this is the same, same thing. Oh, actually I got another, <laughs> another story, but with the Tamagotchis, um, like she got like all of us a Tamagotchi and I don't know, I don't know how the fuck she found them. And like, she was going to the black market. Like Tamagotchi dealer. <laughs> Cause there was like fucking five of us. There's like me, my brother, my sister, my two stepbrothers. And all of us had a Tamagotchi like fucking within two weeks of when they came out. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. But, uh, the other thing I was going to say, speaking of my stepmom, just having to like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. She had her finger on the pulse of what was popular, I guess, because she would just like, you know, buy us whatever was like the hot game or the hot console or whatever. And I remember, um, so the, the Christmas that we got our PlayStation one, um, it's like my stepbrothers already had, like they had just got the PlayStation. It was like, it came out like right before that Christmas or something. And so they had it and they had already hooked it up and they had been playing it, whatever. And then they bought us one for me and my brother and my sister to take back to our place after the summer. Um, and so while we were out there, you know, we opened up all of our gifts and we got the PlayStation. We were super excited. And so we hooked it up and we're like, um, and I think they got us like, we had one or two games maybe. Um, and so we were playing those and then our stepbrothers had other games. So we were playing those and we were all just like, you know, going back and forth, playing each other's PlayStations and stuff and having fun. And so she goes to, what did she do? She, she took like me and my stepbrother Robert, I think to the store um, to find like new games or to like, like to rent games or something. Just, we had something to play for the summer break, the right? Something new. Right. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. I think it probably, it could have been. Um, so we go and like find a few games to rent. And I know one of, I just remember the one of them, one of them was the original Tomb Raider, which was new at the time. Mm -hmm. And so we rent that and take it back to the house. And we're kind of like me and Robert are just kind of like both sort of taking turns playing in a little bit he like got it really quick he was like really he's really good at games and so he just like sup was super good at that game so i just was happy to just like sit back and watch him play after a while i'm like okay you, you're you're kicking ass let me just watch this so i literally watched him play through the entire game beat it and then the day that we like take it back to the store to return it my stepmom surprises us with a copy of tomb raider that she bought for me to take home and i'm like I've fucking already seen this whole game, and I'm not good at it. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> like, I was so annoyed. You're like, oh, man. It's like one of those where it's like you appreciate the thought that, like, as a kid, you're like, fuck. Right. It's almost like, you know, when, like, Grandma's like, I got you that video game that you want. And it's like one that you already have, and you're like, oh, God. Man, like, thanks, yeah, thanks, Grandma. Yeah, and you don't want to, like... She thought like she's like real excited that she got it for you. Right. Doesn't, doesn't well, know grandma doesn't her. know, but yeah. like my stepmom was like, she's like she literally watched us play through the game for like three days or something, and she's like, "Well, oh, but you guys really seem to be enjoying it." I'm like, "Yeah, but like that was because he played the shit out of it, and I've seen everything now." <laughs> You're like I know what ha I've seen the triangle breasts. <laughs> 
I still never got all the way through that game by myself because one, I just wasn't as interested after I played it and knew what, what all was there. Um, all, and I just also was not very good at that game. <laughs> that game's hard. Well, now you'll have to get a copy and plug it into your PS4 and uh, yeah. try and uh, beat it. Yeah, I'm wondering. I might still have that original PS1 version if my stepbrother or if my uh, my brother Kyle doesn't. Because we sort of like split games when when we moved out. Like a messy divorce. <laughs> right. Like he took the ones that he really liked. I took the ones that I really liked for the most part. Dude, that's funny. That's like um, I've been playing recently. Like it's on Switch, but it's also on PlayStation and PC and everything else. It's a uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night mm-hmm. from the guy who made like symphony of the night it's basically yeah. symphony of the night like just rip off. well yeah i guess rip off but he's like the father of castlevania oh, okay. so it's not like necessarily like, a knockoff because he created castlevania but right I, it essentially is like a knockoff. like most of the enemies are castlevania enemies just reimagined basically <laughs> this different talent palace swap basically yeah <laughs> like um but I was, like, I've already beat it and played the shit out of it before. Like, I beat it on normal and hard, and I even got, like, halfway through on nightmare mode and Damn. pain in the ass. But um, they have been doing, like, free DLC and stuff for it, and one was, like, to play as, like, one of the, like, new characters in the game and stuff. And I was like, oh, dude, dope. Like, <laughs> I, I'm willing to go back through it again, you know, to play as this character. And so I booted the game up and, it, like, installed the DLC and stuff, and I was like, dope. And I went to start a new game with the character, and it didn't give me the option. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Hmm. So I, like, looked it up, and they were like, yeah, you know, to play as him, you have to beat the game um, and get, like, the good ending and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I did, didn't I? But they were like, no, like, once the DLC's installed, you have to do that again. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, and I'm like, can you <laughs> not just read my save data and fuck. see that I beat the game? Seriously. Like, fuck off. So yeah, that I me off too. yeah. So I uh, just all I did was I created a uh, new game plus, and yeah. st- started again on just normal difficulty. But like I have like my character is like level like sixty seven. I have like all the best weapons in the game and stuff. Yeah. So I'm already like I did that yesterday, and I'm already halfway through the game because you yeah. just run up to the boss and I'm like, <laughs> and just nice. beat him. So I'm just like. Trying to plow through the game so I can get to the fucking DLC again. Jeez. But I'm like, what a pain in the ass, though. I'm like, who fucking does that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was that was very poor planning or lack of lack of insight. There. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how much? I'm like, how many more lines of code would it take for you to just search the save thing and be like, oh, he beat the game and got the good right. ending, unlock it. Like, right. I'm like, I don't right. understand. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, you would think you that that would be a flag that's stored somewhere in there. Yeah. Like, you would think that they would test that and realize, oh, yeah, that's kind of fucking annoying, isn't it? How about we, I don't know, fix that? Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, so, that shit's annoying. I'm still playing Animal Crossing, but... Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. You are going to have to sell me on Animal Crossing because I don't get it. Like, okay, so seriously, <laughs> all right, all right. Every fucking day, every fucking day, I, I turn on my Switch, I'm playing my game, and I see something pop up in the corner, so-and-so is playing Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. so-and-so is playing Animal yeah. Crossing. Every fucking person I know who I'm, like, connected with, who's, like, my friend through the Switch now that already had one, um, every fucking person I know is playing Animal Crossing. And I'm like, 
I look. I've seen. I, I I've I've been aware of Animal Crossing since the original one, since it came out. And every version, I've like seen the screenshots. I've seen little bits of video. I've seen like little trailers on like online or whatever. And I'm like, it looks like a game for toddlers. I don't get it. You gotta sell me on this game. <laughs> All right. So I like. Like the original Animal Crossing for GameCube is one of my like favorite like. It was. I mean, this one, I think, for the Switch tops it, but even, like, the ones, because there's been one, GameCube was the first one, and then there was one on Wii, and then the mm. DS, and the 3DS, and whatever, but, yes, the new one, so the whole premise is, it's kind of, it's basically just, like, a cute version of, I guess, like, and like, a dumbed-down way of, like, The Sims, mm -hmm. or anything else, where it's kind of like a little slice of life game where you play and it's like the same premise in pretty much every game except for one of them you actually played like the mayor of the town or whatever i think but you are like a little human person who ends up on an island of animals and you get your house and tom nook who's like the little this guy little raccoon yeah to me person he's all like oh, like, here's your house and stuff, and now uh, you owe me this much money <laughs> and for your home. Okay. And so then, like, in the GameCube one, he owns a shop called Nook's Cranny, and you end up working for him. And, like, you'll do, like, jobs, and he'll pay you for it, and that goes towards your, like, what you owe him, and you'll collect, like, fruit and seashells and, like, all sorts of shit and, like, sell it to him to get the money and then he'll pay off your house and then he upgrades your house and then you owe him more money until eventually all the shit's paid off but um and then you get like villagers and stuff and you talk to them and make bonds with them and stuff and they'll mail you shit and you can give them stuff and build your relationships with them and it's just kind of like a good like it's like a chill game like you pl like play at your own pace but it also uses real time mm -hmm. and stuff like so night like and day and everything yeah like night and day and seasons and stuff so like there's different fish you is can it on catch. the same time clock as like our 24 hour day or yes like, so um, if it's nighttime in real in the real world it's nighttime in that game yes depending on, you can like on the switch and i mean you can do it on the game like every version you've been able to do this but it's like you can also like you can alter the time and stuff and date just, like, on the Switch, you know, you mm -hmm. can alter it. So then that will, like, affect the game. So it's, like, you can play, like, right now, you can play, like, in December and stuff. And it'll be snowing, and then you can, like... But you'd have to do that by changing the time clock on the system? Uh, trick it, or what? By... On the game itself, there's, like, an option where you uh, go through and you can adjust the date and time within the game. So, but other people can come visit your towns and stuff. How would that affect them if you say, okay, well, it's daytime now in the real world, but my town is nighttime. Are other people going to pop in and see it at night or what? Yeah. So, like, uh, some of my friends I play with are in Michigan. Oh. Okay. And they're, three, like, Michigan's three hours ahead of us mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I go to their island, like, the time changes okay. and stuff so like mm. even if on my island it's like seven o'clock when i go to their island it shows it's 10 something. so it's literally like you're traveling to this other person's island that might be in a different time zone mm -hmm. gotcha yeah okay. and like they'll like you know they'll be in like because now in this one there's like northern and southern hemisphere and stuff mm -hmm. that you can like be in and do whatever 
But, so is there an actual, like, is there a goal in the game? Like, is there something that you're trying to achieve or that you can achieve and you've kind of, like, beat the game? Or I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not one of those people that's necessarily like, oh, I have to have, like, an ending to the game, you know, to enjoy it or anything. I'm just wondering, like... So there is technically, like, a... Like, there is, like, a roll credits, like, end of game. Mm -hmm. Basically, like, with this new one, the whole purpose is you're trying to basically flesh out the island enough to get K.K. Slider, which is the dog who plays music and stuff. But, oh, wait, where's he? Oh, there he is. He's got a little... Oh, okay. uh, he there, he has a little DJ thing, but normally he has a guitar. And the whole point is you're, like, you're trying to get your island, like, big enough and stuff that K.K. wants to come perform a concert at mm. your island. And so you have to decorate your island and get, like, a bunch of villagers to, like, move on to your island which the max is like eight and stuff and then mm. decorate like the island and stuff to get like a good kind of like four star rating and stuff and then eventually um kk slider will want to come to the island and then when he comes he puts on a concert and then it like rolls credits on the game mm. and then once that's done you get the ability to terraform your island mm. so you can like like change the way rivers look and like mm. add levels of like land and stuff and then mm. you're really able it like opens the game to then you can like model your island into like whatever the fuck you want basically mm. and then so there's like a whole a whole nother game after you yeah game. yeah because oh. then you can like start to fully like modify your island and you stuff make a bunch of dicks and stuff on your island yeah dude i would do people someone uh <laughs> Like, when you look at the map from, like, far away, and so someone made it to where it's literally Danny DeVito's face. Like, what? and they, like, terraform the island into Danny DeVito's oh, face. Shit. Like, and then, dude, there's people that do crazy shit, dude. There's some, like, videos and stuff where their island looks like modern-day Japan. Like, wow. they took items and stuff and, like, stacked them and did it in such a way to where, like, it's, like... Because you can also, um, people can do, like, custom... Like, clothes, like, someone recreated all the outfits from Final Fantasy VII and stuff, so you oh, can deck shit. your person out, like, Cloud and Tifa and, like, all so that can shit. Wait, so players can actually literally create custom clothes, like, to that level of detail? Wow. Yeah, dude. And, uh, and that's just part of, like, the game's settings? You can just... It's just, yeah, there's clothes. a clothing shop and oh, stuff, shit. Mabel's clothing shop, and people can create custom designs wow. and then upload them, basically, and there's, like, a code for that design, and then you can go to the Mabel's shop and enter that code and get that design. And so what it. prevents people from just making clothes that have dicks all over <laughs> um nothing nothing i mean i don't think like for it being a nintendo game like i'm picturing like that they have like a bunch of shit locked down because they're like oh you know if we we give players the ability like not just nintendo but like consoles for the longest time like they give players the ability to like create custom stuff people are going to abuse it and make pornographic stuff i'm just wondering like see and that's weird is i mean i've never come across it or really like seen it to that i don't know how they because there's no way to like report someone i don't really? think or wow. anything but i yeah i've never seen it but um like i know for like the name of your island like once you set it you can't change it and it won't let you like do like bad like swear sure, words like whatever sure. i named my island blumpkin uh-huh. and that's fine <laughs> I don't think I'm getting the joke there. I've heard I I heard you talk about your island on previous shows. I'm like, is this a slang that I'm not aware oh, of? Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> blumpkin is when you get a blowjob on the toilet. When you're oh. taking a poop. It's a blumpkin, and then a brother <laughs> blumpy is when it's your bro that does it. Oh, of course, yeah, naturally, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I learned something new. Yeah, there you go. Now you can go home and uh, share with the family. You're yeah, like, found out what a blumpkin is. Today. Yeah, I'm gonna call my brother up right away. <laughs> you get over here right now. Um, but yeah, so you know, you just kind of go around and you pay off your house. Like for me, because the way I've always played Animal Crossing is it's like it's been like I'm all about it for like a month or like two months, okay. and then it's like I'm fucking sick of this. Like now. I'm done. And then yeah, don't want to play it. But this one is the long, like the one I've honestly played like straight for the longest time, mm-hmm. and really it has to do with the fact that, you know, with the internet connectivity and stuff, and just the portability of it, and just yeah. friends and stuff, and like you know we have like giant group chats of right. people playing and stuff, and like like oh does anybody need this and stuff, and like you can like visit each other's islands, and like I'm like I need kitchen shit, so people have like sent me stuff for like right. my kitchen. Well, like, so, yeah, the social aspect of it is, like, the one part that has been kind of, like, piquing my interest, because, like I said, I'll be, like, just sitting there on the Switch, and I see a pop-up that says someone's playing that game, and I'm like, all these people are playing that game. Maybe I should be playing that game, and I can, like, socialize with them, <laughs> because on other consoles, that wasn't really a thing. Like, I know, like, there were games I've played on, like, the 3DS. Like, the 3DS was a decent system, mm-hmm. as far as, like, you could you know, connect with friends and you could share things to a certain degree and, you know, you can get your friends' little avatars to help you in in games like that one fucking thing that came built in with the game. I can't remember it. The one where you saved the princess, you know? Oh, yeah, the me adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got all all your friends' me's, everyone that you've done, like, the, the, what is it called, the pass thing. Street pass. Yeah. Everyone you've street passed with is on there. But there was nothing like you're like in the system. There's nothing that showed you, hey, your friend's online. Your friend's doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. There was nothing that felt like a real time connection, but this one there is on the Switch there is. So I could see that being being helpful for that game. But yeah, no, it's pretty fun. And I mean like I got like my tree, so like and then every Saturday at like six KK Slider well, every Saturday, KK Slider comes back to your island, and then at 6 p.m. until, like, I think, like, 5 a.m. or whatever, the next day or whatever, he if you go up to him and stuff, he'll play you, like, a song, and then he'll give you the song and stuff so you can collect the songs, and then there's a museum, and there's fossils, fish, insects, and then now there's uh, art and stuff to collect and it's like i almost have all the fossils and like matt's really big on the fishing and stuff i haven't really done like Mm. a shit ton of fishing but so there's like all that stuff to collect because your island gets like four fossils every day it's for you to go around and like dig up and then you can get them assessed at the museum and turn them in and it's like uh like we just got megan's mom a switch for uh, Mother's Day and stuff with Animal Crossing because I'd bring it over there and be playing it and she'd be all fucking jelly. Like, <laughs> so she just got it. So it's nice. funny because like since she was like a noob and I've, I've like 200 hours and shit into the game, like yeah. I like came to her island the other day. I was like, oh yeah, I have some like fossils and stuff here and dropped like 40 fucking fossils for her because I just keep getting... I, She's like, what do I do with this? Yeah, I'm like, you know, because I'm at the point where I only need like maybe like two and so every day I collect my like four or five and they're all duplicates. So I just save them and then I go to her and I'm like, here you go. And like gave her like a bunch of money because I have like 25 like million dollars. Like money's pointless to me now since I've like paid off all my house and whatever. So, but. Can you, can you like kill your island? Like, can you just like not take care of anything and like people leave and like trees are dying and like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so there is um like. 
Because, like, when you start the game and stuff, your island has, like, a ton of fucking weeds everywhere and whatever. And, like, it will, sometimes it'll rain on the island. They'll help water your flowers and mm. do whatever. But um, if you don't, uh, like, take care, like, eventually, like, the weeds will grow and get bigger and bigger. And it'll become unkempt. And then, like, when you go to, like, the resident services and stuff, your island rating will go down. And they're mm. like, you know, people are complaining about fucking weeds everywhere. Like, too mm. many trees. Or, you know, whatever. Um, there's a way, too, with, like, fruit. If you leave fruit on the ground long enough, it'll rot. And that's, like, mm-hmm. for, like, ants, that's how you catch ants, is you have to have rotting fruit on the ground to okay. get ants to appear, or flies or something. Okay. You, know, you have to have rotting food or garbage or something. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's just a fun, like, kind of little game. Like, you know, it's cool in, like, little spurts and stuff. Like, I mean, even every day for... Now, even after I beat the game and then whatever, I still find myself, like, every day, like, I'll go, because there's Nook's Cranny, I'm like, oh, what's for sale at Nook's Cranny, like, is there any cool clothes, so I'll just go on, collect, like, in the morning and stuff, I'll collect my fossils, like, see what's going on, so it's, like, fun, it's, like, pick any weeds I see real quick and stuff, and then, it's, like, you know, sometimes I'll just play for, like, 20 minutes, like, a day or something, just do some upkeep, and then, yeah, if you talk to your islanders and stuff, you know, they'll, like, mail you shit or give you stuff and do whatever and it's like you can piss islanders off by like booping them in the head with a net and stuff to like get them to leave and stuff if you want to if you like want them to leave or if you don't talk to them for a while they'll think you don't like them and stuff and eventually they'll get upset and try and leave and can you see the other people the other players that visit your island do you see them when they're there um so the only way like people can't visit your island when you're not online and stuff, right. so the only way someone can actually, like, unlike the street pass thing and stuff, it's not, like, that, like, you right. have to actively be online, and, like, you'll open your gates, because mm-hmm. you have, like, a little airport thing, and when you open the gates and stuff, uh, people can come to your island and stuff, so then they can come while you're, like, online and stuff, and run around and, like, hang mm-hmm. out with you and do whatever, and you can go to their island and... And so you said you can chat with them and everything? Um, yeah, it has, like, a... So there's no... Of course, because, you know, Nintendo doesn't know how to fucking do online. There's no, like, void... But in the game, it has, like, a uh, typing kind of system and stuff where you can, like, do whatever. Like, shorthand or something? Or um, yeah, it does to, like... Things. Like, yeah, it has, like, so much space or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you can, like, do it. But what's cool, too, is that uh, Matt was doing it when we were playing the one time is the uh, Switch supports, like, wireless keyboard. Oh. So you can, like, plug a keyboard, like, when it's docked into, like, the TV and stuff, the USB port, you can plug mm. in a keyboard, and oh, then think he was really? typing, like, a message real quick and doing it, okay. but there's also an app on the phone that goes with Animal Crossing 2, oh. where on your phone you can type the message through a keyboard, and then oh, hit enter, nice. and then it goes onto oh, the Switch cool. and stuff, so instead of having to type that's it on cool. the Switch, you can just, like, whip out your phone real quick and go, yeah. boop, boop, and do it. But you can also do, what, like, a Bluetooth keyboard with the Switch directly, or what? Um, yeah, I okay. mean, uh... Uh, maybe I, I'm not sure, like, actual, but, like, if you, like, plug the receiver and stuff in through the docking station on the T, I don't know about, like, it not being docked and then trying mm-hmm. to do some sort of, like, Bluetooth thing. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking, actually, I don't, I don't know if I've seen Bluetooth in the options. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. Because if, if they did, then you could use Bluetooth headphones, and I don't think you can. With the switch, uh, see, I think you can really, but so yeah, maybe. Have to look. Yeah, because I was like, I just plug my shit into the aux, so mm-hmm. I'm old mm-hmm. school like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, my my wife got me the um the AirPods a while back, the the ear 
headphones, the wireless headphones, and they're really cool. I'm, I've been liking those a lot because I use I use my iPhone and then I use a, a Mac computer like for work, mm-hmm. um, and also one for for just my game development stuff is on another MacBook. So I can have the AirPods and just switch between any of those three devices. Well, yeah, and you're just an Apple fanboy in general, anyway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like I like their hardware. I like their uh, I like their computers and and the phone and everything. I don't know. I'm not I'm not like some like extremist or anything like most people. It's like oh, it's got to be all Apple or it's got to be all PC or whatever. I have a PC for gaming. I have. MacBook laptops and iPhone for other stuff. It's just convenient because the Apple ecosystem lets you just do yeah, the, the same shit across all of them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we got Apple TVs in the house and everything. So yeah, everything's just like connected. <laughs> but then I've got a Google Chromecast because my VR headset, if I want to cast my video to a TV so people in the house can watch what I'm doing, I can only do that with a Chromecast. That, that doesn't work on Apple TV. So. Just gotta go with the tools for what you're trying to do, I guess. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about bringing my VR over here because last time I came over, uh, I was talking about my VR, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah, we should play that. But then, like, at the same time, like, now with the coronavirus shit going on, like, I'm, I'm extra, like, cautious about, like, stuff that you put on your face, you know? So I'm like, maybe I'll wait a little while before I share my VR headset with people. Make me wipe my face with the Clorox wipe before. You have to shave. You have to shave (laughs) completely, completely baby-faced. I have to take a can of Axe and burn all my face Yeah. Shaving's not enough. Completely (laughs) sterilized. What you have to do, you have to shave the only the parts that the VR headset touches. So like you gotta shave like let's see, like the side just your sideburns, like to down to a certain point, and then the rest of the beard can stay. (laughs) Dude, that's a dude, that's what's funny too. A uh one game came out on the Switch too, and it was one that uh I don't know if you played it, but it was at Indiecade. When we went, and it's a uh, damaged in transit. Mm-mm. It was like a, it's like this, it's like a little one screen kind of puzzle game and stuff. And you play as this little construction dude thing, but really you're maneuvering these constantly moving robots like around the level and stuff, like switching pad and trying to get them like to the exit of the level. Mm. But it's kind of like pixel, like kind of like you know thirty two bit like whatever graphics and. Mm. You know, but it's pretty cute, but yeah, we played it, well, I played it in Decade, and I saw it was coming out on Switch, and I was like, son, nice. and I stood there, I almost beat the entire demo, I was on, like, the last level, hmm. and me and the one dude or whatever who was playing with me, one of the, like, Indiecade judge dudes, he kept coming around, like, our area and stuff, me and him were playing it, and, like, could not beat it, and I was like, dude, I've been here for, like, an hour and a half, like, Jeez. I'm done. <laughs> Speaking of Indicate, I was just and and I was just mentioning VR. I still haven't got that fucking VR game that we played there. I need to get that at some point. The Is it actually presents. out? Yeah, yeah. It came out like I don't know, like a month, two months ago maybe. It, it's been out for a little while, and I just I don't know. I just hadn't pulled the trigger. What's kind of like funny is so i've got the vr thing and i like dabbled around with a few different games like i played vader immortal and i've done like table tennis and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and i played beat saber obviously like that was like the first thing i got beat saber is like the only fucking thing i play on it anymore like i play the shit out of beat saber but like that's like like i've only got so much time that i feel like having the vr headset on each day and like oh and i played no man's sky for a while like I've, i've gone back and forth with that where like i'll play that for like a week and then just like don't feel like playing it again 
for a while, but like Beat Saber, every fucking time I put on the headset, I have to play Beat Saber. And my stepbrother, I recently found out, has an Oculus Quest as well. And he knew, he had figured out or learned from someone how you can download like a fucking unlimited number of custom songs for free for Beat Saber mm-hmm. on the Oculus Quest. I was like, I thought you had to do it like through the PC. Like I thought you had to have the um, like the uh, Oculus Rift or HTC or whatever um, and be playing Beat Saber through your PC in order to get the custom songs. But there's like a third party application you can buy and you like load it onto um, the Oculus Quest to enable you to like download things from a browser page and everything is like this it's not very complicated, but it's like there's like a back a series door of steps. Way it it literally is. So there's a thing called um, for anyone out there who has an Oculus Quest, there is a an application um, you should Google. Um, it's called um, SideQuest, and what that does, you install it on your PC. You install SideQuest on your PC. You get a link cable, which is just a USB C cable that plugs into your PC and then plugs into the Oculus Quest on the on the side of the headset. Um, is like the charge cable that it comes with, but you have to get the one that's like made for linking with the PC. Uh, and there's a cheap one. There's like a, a knockoff one that you don't have to buy through Oculus. The Oculus one is like $80. The cable is $80. Jesus. There's one for $10 that you can find online. I think I bought mine through eBay or something. Um, I wish I could remember the exact name of the cable, but it's, it's only 10 bucks, and it works just as well. Um, it's not quite as like comfortable because it doesn't have like the little L-shaped connection to connect to the headset, so it's like sticking out to the side like really far. Um, but all you need it for literally is to connect to your headset once or twice to like load an application from SideQuest onto it, and then you unplug it and you're done. You don't need to keep it in all the time to play games, and you can even play games like No Man's Sky is a VR game that I have to play from my PC and stream it to the Oculus Quest. But the way it works with streaming VR games, if you have, um, there's another application you have to install. It is Virtual Desktop, but you have to get like the side load or side quest version Mm -hmm. of Virtual Desktop. You install that on your PC and then you like install an APK file version of it onto the headset. And once you've done that, then you don't have to have the Oculus Quest plugged in at all. You just turn it on and you load this. Um, I there's another application I don't remember the name of. But yeah, you're like going deep in the matrix. I know, here. I know. It's like it, it's. I know. I can't even explain it because it's like there's like a whole bunch of applications you have to like download <laughs> apps, stuff. And then apps or but look apps up like you sideload this. You Google the... like any one of these things that I've been mentioning, like SideQuest or Virtual Desktop for Oculus Quest, and like you'll find pages where people have like listed like okay this is what you have to do step by step these are all the applications you need but so long story short you do all of these steps and install these applications and load like these files onto your quest and then all you have to do is like run the game through the quest running virtual desktop on your quest and tell it what game on your pc you want to actually run it runs the game from the pc using the pc's processor and then streams it to the headset and it looks exactly as if you were playing it on the headset like you're in full vr it's not like you're just seeing some virtual desktop version like a screen in front of you or something um so i can play no man's sky wirelessly on my headset from my pc and it works really well it's a little like it can be a little choppy because Mm -hmm. of the streaming probably um but it works really 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 well 
Um, and then with, um, with back to Beat Saber, with Beat Saber, you do the side quest thing and install this one application on your, on your headset and you use that application as like a middleman to launch Beat Saber. And then you have all the custom songs you've downloaded from this application available in your playlist on Beat Saber. And you can play them all and it's like, and you're playing this one natively on the headset. So there's no lag, there's no choppiness. Um, it's fucking awesome. So like I played the shit ton out of the songs that are available in Beat Saber already. And I bought like a couple of the like expansion packs of music, but they're like, but they're expensive. Like it adds up. Like you spend like, I don't know, 10 bucks on one expansion pack. You spend like 17 bucks on another one, 20 bucks on another one. It's too much. Like right. it adds up way too fast. But you go onto this fucking thing and just download as many songs as you want. Like I went on the first day when when I first the got Napster it set up. Of Beat Saber. <laughs> kind of is. I went on when I first got it set up and I just searched for Daft Punk and found a bunch of Daft Punk songs that you can play in Beat Saber. And these are like you can't download like any song in the world. It's like it has to be obviously a song that someone has created, created step charts for basically in Beat Saber with all the notes and everything. They've got it all laid out and like you know, some people have only done like, here's the hard difficulty steps or here's the expert difficulty steps. Some of them have like all of them. Like it just depends on whatever that person took the time to make. Um, so you just have to search and see what's out there. And it'll tell you like, you know, this song is available on these difficulties and whatever. And you can listen to a preview, you can download it. But I got like 20 Daft Punk songs on like the first day. And then I found like a bunch of songs, like old songs from DDR mm -hmm. that people have made step charts for Beat Saber for. And those are pretty fucking cool because people that make step charts for DDR games know what they're doing typically. Yeah. Like th those are like hardcore music rhythm game fans. So I got some pretty good songs on that too. Yeah. So that just like completely like opened up my world of Beat Saber and I've been like playing it like crazy again. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Have you played um, Super Hot? I got the demo for Super Hot. That's one of those games that like everybody talks about everyone's like oh when you get a vr headset you gotta play super hot and i had seen like little clips of it before i got my vr headset so when i got the headset i was like oh yeah i should get super hot but there's a free demo first i'm like well let me check out the demo first real quick because i've got some other games i'm enjoying let me see if i'm gonna like it i did not like it i did not like really super hot. yeah no i didn't like it what didn't you like um so the, the the concept of it sounds super cool, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, you're, you're in VR and you've got these like humanoid forms that are coming at you. Like they're going to attack you. They've got, some of them got guns. Some of them have like other types of weapons and everything. They're swinging at you and you're sitting there with guns and you're shooting at them, but like they only move when you move. Mm -hmm. And so the speed at which your body moves is the same speed at which they move. So you can kind of like slow them down by slowing down, like, you know, matrix style and everything. But one thing I didn't like was when you, like, shoot a gun, like, the bullet is moving slowly, too. Mm -hmm. And so I found it really, really difficult to aim and actually shoot anything successfully because I would be like, oh, this guy's right here. So, like, instinctively, you're playing a video game and you want to shoot someone in the head. You point at their head and you fire, you know, and then that the bullet just goes boom and goes through their head but in this because the bullet takes time to travel too and it slowed down like if the person's moving like at all like horizontally like left or right or whatever then they just move past the line of fire and you miss them so like the only times that i felt like i was successful at shooting people was if they're moving directly at me and i shoot at them 
Um, so I don't know. I just felt like it just felt weird. It felt wrong to me. It was frustrating. And I got like, I don't think I even beat the demo because I got to a, like, I don't know, four or five levels in or something like that. I got to this one where like, I don't remember exactly what I was trying to do, but I kept failing over and over and over. And I was like, this is so frustrating. I'm not enjoying this. And I just didn't go back to it. Like, I don't know. It didn't yeah. click. That's didn't a click bummer. Yeah. And like, I don't know, just something about moving around at that speed too. Like if, if it was not in VR, because I know the game came out first. Yeah, because I've played VR. it not in VR. Yeah. I think it might be, see, that's the thing. Like maybe I'm backwards, but I feel like it would be more fun not in VR just because when you're not in VR, you're just moving your character on a controller and you're like, okay, let me slow down and I move over here and then I'm going to turn this way and then I'm going to shoot this guy. And it's like, just like you're playing a puzzle when you're in VR and you're like, okay, I'm going to move slow, and then I'm going to duck this way, and then I turn this way, your body is just like, dude, I don't want to do this at this speed. Like, it feels really weird. Like, <laughs> like it was making, like, my limbs sore by me being like, okay, I'm going to turn, and then I'm going to duck, and then I'm going to turn this way, and then shoot up this way, but I'm, like, bending over, I'm, like, like putting, like, all this, like, weight on my knees for, like, a certain amount of time, and I'm like, no, this just doesn't feel comfortable at all. Like, I don't like this. I don't know. <laughs> wasn't for me. Yeah, I also heard, I think, um, I want to say, I think Tetris Effect is coming out on... I saw, I watched videos for that too, because I've heard, like, nothing but, like, great reviews on that. Everyone's like, oh, this is amazing, this is, like, such a cool experience, like, you have to try it, and now it's coming out in VR, and so I, um, I think I was... I think I was in the VR headset actually when I, I looked at a, a demo video of it because it, it popped up as like a, a new featured thing in the store and I'm watching I'm like okay so it's it, like I thought it was more than what it is because the way people are talking about it, it's like oh it's so mind-blowing you're playing Tetris but there's all this stuff going on and I don't know I just imagined like it was just this way more um I don't know, I didn't, I was picturing something more than just playing Tetris with a bunch of cool effects, but so I'm watching the video, I'm like, okay, so it's literally just playing Tetris, but with a bunch of cool effects going on around you, and I'm like, I totally get how it can be super chill, and you get in this zen mode, whatever, here's the problem, I've never liked Tetris, <laughs> I'm, I know, that's like sacrilege for video gamers, right, Tetris is like, is like the holy grail of video games, I've never enjoyed Tetris, it stresses me out, it stresses me out, like, other people don't have this problem, but like, literally, I'm, I'm not like, I hate to say I'm OCD because I'm not diagnosed as OCD and I feel like that's disrespectful to people that literally have a condition, but like my OCD side of me, I suppose, is really bothered by when I'm moving these shapes and I don't get them exactly where I wanted to. If I mess up at all, I'm like, oh, okay, let me turn the L shape this way and then I want to slide it down here. Oh, fuck, I was over by one square and then it gets stuck in this spot that I don't want it. It really fucking bothers me. <laughs> and then, like, the higher the blocks stack, if it gets past, like, halfway up the screen, it's really stressing me out. Like, it really bothers me because I've got so much less room to make decisions and I feel, like, under this, like, crunch because everything's moving and I can't stop it from moving. And it's like... It's like I'm playing against a time clock. It's like the worst kind of like stress for me. I was like, so I imagine then you're not going to be playing Tetris 99 on the Switch. No, I don't even know what that one is. Oh, dude. Well, it's um, it's Tetris. So I will say, I, I think, so you're right. Like for Tetris effect and stuff, the whole premise of Tetris effect is it's basically Tetris. But from what I've heard, like 
it's yeah the visuals and then like the music because mm-hmm. like the music goes along and adds yeah. sounds with like what you're doing i watched stuff. some videos on youtube of somebody else playing it like and they weren't talking or anything it was just like a video of like here's such effect watch the gameplay and it was like and i was getting into watching it i was like oh yeah this is cool i, I got this is like really chilled out and everything and like yeah you can pick up on how the the music plays every time like your match and stuff i'm like okay that's really cool i just don't know if i would enjoy playing it <laughs> but so tetris 99 is it came out like I want to say last year. I don't remember the name. Maybe. I just don't remember it. So the whole premise is yeah. Thank you for stepping on my foot. Sorry. <laughs> had to get some of them toes. <laughs> um, is you're playing Tetris, but you're playing Tetris against ninety nine other people hmm. at the same time. Yeah, and, I would lose. Yes, <laughs> and you can see. It's like, there's your screen, but then okay. in the background, you see all of their screens, Jesus. too. And you are trying to, like, you're basically playing normal Tetris and stuff, but what's happening is it's also, like, a battle royale, and you can target, like, cert- like you can target certain people hmm. and stuff, or, like, like, oh, target someone with, like, the highest score, or, like, do whatever... Or target someone who's like this, or you can do it manually and stuff, and then target individual people that you want. Mm-hmm. But it's like as you you like set it up and stuff, and then as you get Tetrises and stuff, you're like basically sending out attacks on these people, and it will drop like junk pieces, like gray pieces mm-hmm. into their shit that like fucks with stuff, and you have to like kind of delete it out or do whatever. And you're basically trying to be the last one standing. Yeah, as soon as someone sent junk to me, I would be fucking like stressed out dude well it's crazy when like because you can see when you're being targeted as well and there's times it's like the game starts and there's like four or five people targeting you and you're like well it's been real boys like yeah like i guess i lost this yeah and it's like you'll get rounds like that where you just it's that's the luck of the draw where you just get fucking targeted yeah and that does not sound like a good time but there's been times where it's like you know it's like you're like getting down it's like you're like one of ten and you're like, oh, fuck. And it's like, shit's right. getting, like, faster. And people, now there's less people to target. So right. people are like, and if you're doing real well, people are going after you oh, and shit. stuff. And See, I again, I would watch someone play that. That would stress me out to play. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, man. That's like, I remember, like, one of the first games I got for my, uh, I got a Game Boy Pocket and the first two games that I got for my Game Boy Pocket were Super Mario Land and Tetris Attack. Yeah. And then Tetris Super Attack Mario. had, like, the little blocks, and it had, like, the different Yoshi characters and stuff mm-hmm. in it. And, and you're like, yeah, no. You're like, I, I didn't play it. No, I never played that. <laughs> I've heard of it. I never played it. God, I can't believe you hate Tetris. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate it. It's just not for me. <laughs> like I said, it stresses me out. Is that weird? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, see, I feel like my, my reasoning for stressing me out makes sense, you know? I'm like, I feel like I'm under a time crunch and, like, stuff's happening and I can't control it. Well, and I mean, it's like for me, like, with, like, I don't really like, like, JRPGs that much. Shut the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and your little Final Fantasy shirt. I know. It's like my favorite thing is JRPGs. I know. And that's like, you know, uh, but it's like, and I've tried them and it's like certain, like certain ones, you know, I can get into and it's like, I've played stuff, but that's like, you know, with 
like Bravely Default. Like when Bravely Default came out, like they're like this is like the most innovative like JRPG style thing that's come out in like so long. I am not in love with that game. PJ got that game for me, and I not even got very far. Like I got like a few towns in or whatever. That one just didn't click for me. I I found the like the actual like mechanics of the battle system with all braving and defaulting and yeah. everything. I felt like it was too gimmicky and it just became like clunky. It just be, it got in the way after a while. I'm just like fighting random battles and I just want to clear the board. And I'm like I don't want to just hit the shoulder buttons to keep braving all the time just to unload on these guys. I just want I don't know. I I feel it's weird. Like and in boss battles, um, I I constantly felt like I was just like. I had too many options to like think of. I'm like, okay, do I want to like brave a whole bunch? Do I want to just brave the max number of times? Or do I want to just do like once or twice and have a couple like turns left over for the next one? Or if I brave on all these guys to unload on the boss and then like, uh, it's still alive, then I'm just taking hits. It just, I didn't, I just felt like it was a weird system. Yeah. It was clever, but it was a weird system. Yeah. Like I understood, I guess like the, appeal around it to a point and stuff but yeah i played the demo and it's like i was just like getting my ass kicked because that was my thing i was like dude i was like do i just like like default for like the first like couple turns and stuff to build up and then like have like some like built up so then i can just like brave like two or three times or but I just, like, wasn't... I was like, man, this is just, like, not yeah. for me. I mean, at least I've played enough JRPGs to where, like, I, I didn't feel like I didn't know what to do at all. But at the same time, like I said, I, I can understand how you felt because, like, the same thoughts went through my mind. is like, should I brave? Should I default? Like, like, what's the best strategy here? I never felt like I really completely got it. But see, and that's why I really got into, like... Um, like the Mario and Luigi games and like Paper Mario and stuff because even though it was turn-taking it's like especially in the Mario and Luigi games like if you are good enough like you cannot get hit like you can because you can actively dodge or counter moves and stuff and that's what I liked was I was like it's turn-taking but it's giving me a chance to even like if I am going to get hit like in Paper Mario and stuff if you time it right you're going to get hit no matter what but you can reduce the damage so it's like you can like not take like instead of like five damage or whatever you can take like three mm-hmm. or something instead and so it's like rewarding you for being able to like okay at this point i need to hit a to like dodge this mm-hmm. or like someone's going to come attack you and if you hit a to jump you can like bounce on them and get in for like an extra like damage or two when it's not your turn nice. and i was like i like that mm-hmm. that's cool because that's what like never i didn't really like about certain i'm like well, now I'm just a sit. I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm just at the mercy of just, I can't do anything and I'm just going to get my shit right. Yeah, yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. I was like, speaking of which, there is a new Paper Mario coming out for the mm-hmm. Switch. I never played any of those, but that's, again, partly just because I generally haven't been as much paying attention to Nintendo stuff for a long time. Well, yeah, I was like, there was one on the N64, mm-hmm. and then one on the GameCube, which you obviously... I mean, I have a GameCube, I just, I didn't play a ton of stuff on it. I played JRPGs on the GameCube. <laughs> I played Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles and God stuff like damn, that. <laughs> that game pissed me off so much. That was not the best game. It, the only reason that I enjoyed that game when I played it was because I literally had three other people. Yeah, see, I that, did not. Yeah, we, like, that was back when I lived with a couple roommates in an apartment, like, right after high school, 
and um, like one other friend would come over who lived not too far away. And so like we made it like a weekly, like like maybe like a bi-week, like twice a week thing where all four of us would get together and we're all playing and we've got our, our um, what is it? You can play with the- The uh, Game Boy Advance adapter. The Game Boy Advance, yeah, yeah, it was the GBA at the mm. time. You play with the adapter, you link it to the GameCube. And so everybody's playing with the GBA. You've got your own little personal screen so you can look at your own personal inventory and you can send things to other people and like help people out and stuff. Um, that game was really, really fun with a group of people. I tried playing it after that with like, not by myself, like PJ did it by himself and was like, he couldn't get very far. He was like, this is like not a fun experience because when you're by yourself, you've got no full party. It's just you fighting everything. And you've got like a Moogle that just floats around with you yeah, and, and helps carry his shit, the chalice. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah he carry, carries that chalice. And he gets all tired and you have them drop it. Yeah. Then... I was like, that sounds miserable. So I tried playing it years later for the second time with just my son where like, I literally went online. I'm like, I'm cause I didn't have a bunch of GBAs anymore. I'm like, okay, I'm going to order. I'm going to buy Game Boy Advances and I'm going to buy the link cables and I'm going to hook them up to the GameCube and we're going to play this game. It's going to be fun. Like I'm going to have this bonding experience with them like I did with my friends. And like, it's, it's pretty tough with two people and just not as fun as with an entire group. So we'll see what annoyed me and like what made me not like it was, um, like, I liked it at first and stuff, and it was fun. I played as, I think, two or three of, like, the different characters mm -hmm. and stuff. It, I like the little short, strong That's ones with the mace. Yeah, the those ones are fun, yeah. yeah. How was that guy? Um, so, I played through it, and it was fun, but it gets to a point where it's, like, you're, like, seven or something. Like, you're fighting the same shit over yeah and over like same bosses and there's certain like yeah. some bosses i didn't mind it but then others that were annoying I'm like dude this is the third fucking time i'm having yeah. to fight this boss i'm like i don't like this like this sucks <laughs> like <laughs> the story was interesting though it's like the miasma is like covering the land and it's like creeping into the towns and stuff and it's basically like taking away people's memories so by like the end of the game you're like you're like fighting to get your memories back from this thing that's been stealing them and everything and you don't even remember why you're fighting anymore like i was like whoa that's a trip like i don't know if you got that you probably didn't get that far but no like, yeah the very end was it was interesting because like your characters literally like don't remember what they're even fighting for anymore because they've literally had their memories taken from them and they're fighting to get their memories back but they don't remember that that's why they're fighting well, that sounds <laughs> like some cool. kingdom hearts shit like. i know a little bit but <laughs> It didn't get that crazy. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like I said, it was fun. It was fun that one time. That's it. Yeah. There's um they made a couple other like games that were supposed to be in that Crystal Chronicles universe that they made for like three DS and stuff. Mm -hmm. I only played one of them. There's the one, the Echoes of Time one. I never played that, but I'm curious what that one was about because the the one I did play, oh, what was that? Crystal Chronicles. I don't remember, um, but I did play one of those, and that was actually pretty fun, and that was just a one-person, a single-player game, um, but that one was pretty good, so the other one might be good, too, but I just never never got back to it. There's too many games, especially if you like JRPGs, they just take so much time to play. Like, you have to be selective. There's not enough time to play them all. Yeah, that's like... Um... I did play the like what you're talking about because there was one that was yeah they did like two other in like the Crystal Chronicle franchise mm -hmm. and I played one of them that was on the DS yeah. and it was a lot better yeah because you didn't have the chalice and stuff and you had like mm -hmm. almost like a little party with you yes. at all times and stuff and you yeah, it's but it was the same in that same 
style and stuff, and it wasn't like turn taking. It was kind of like running around yeah. and just like fighting stuff. So I was all about. Did you that. finish that one? Because that one had one of the coolest endings. I did not know that. that I I if it's the same game, at some point. if it's the same game, I'm thinking of. I wish I could remember the subtitle of that one. Um, but that one. When you get to the last boss in that game, and I wish I could remember, I'm not, I'm not going to do it justice trying to explain how it worked here, but um, I just remember that they did something narratively with that last boss that kind of blew my mind, and I think it was like one of the coolest things I've seen in a JRPG, where like this, you're fighting this boss, there's so, it's something to do with like a time loop, so you're fighting this boss and you... You beat him, and I think, oh, it's something, it's something like you beat him, and he has the power to, like, rewind time or something to, um, to, try, and, to try and do over, to try and beat you again, um, but you beat him again. You have to fight him, like, two or three times in a row or something because he keeps, like, resetting time, and something happens to where basically your characters, like, make it so he's stuck rewinding time so you keep beating him and he has no choice but to rewind time again to keep trying to fight you and so he just keeps losing to you over and over and basically your characters manage to just like basically step out of that little like time loop they like leave so he's stuck forever in a time loop fighting you and being beaten over and over and over and your characters just leave or something <laughs> it's yeah. kind of crazy it I'm looks like, like it true. echoes of time echoes of time is the one i didn't play and Did then you play there's that one? ring of fates ring of fates yes oh, is that the one you were talking that's about that's the one i played okay see i played echoes of time oh interesting okay yeah yeah this one because i think this one came they came out, out really before. close at the same time yeah i think that was like the first one that came out it says it was also for it's saying we and I was like oh, okay interesting but there were um there were also I think two other games that they also considered to be part of that same universe um, because they had Crystal Chronicles in the name there were a couple others on the Wii there was Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles My Life as a King oh yeah I heard that was good it was good it was different and it's one of those games that like I really 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 enjoyed playing it when I did but. I don't know if I could go back and play it again because I remember it being so damn time-consuming. <laughs> what it was, it was one of those ones where um, you could kind of call it slice of life-ish, I guess, where you're the king of this little village, and uh, I, I feel like you you might be able to appreciate it because of the Animal Crossing thing. Like, I think there's some similarities there. Like, you've got this this town, mm -hmm. and it starts with just your castle because you're the king, and you've got like. I think there might be a couple little like homes and like a basic shop or something to start with, but everything is just like there's like just these big plots of land within the walls of your kingdom within this like certain area, and you can't leave the kingdom. Everything takes place inside this kingdom, and there's a fixed amount of space already in the kingdom. But um, picture like you know, kind of like The Sims or whatever. You build a house on a little plot, you know. You're like going to these different plots of land and saying, okay, I have this much money in my kingdom that I have to spend. I'm going to buy, I'm going to build this shop that costs this much and it's going to take this amount of time, like real world time. So you're sitting there on your Wii and it's like, this this shop takes like, you know, 30 minutes to build and it's going to take 30 minutes real life time to build. And then while that's building, I'm going to go run over here. I'm going to build some homes so some villagers can come live here. And, um, 
and then I'm going to build like a guild where the adventurers can gather and so that's where I can like hire people like fighters and mages and stuff like that and I can send them out into the world to do expeditions and bring back like money and bring back resources to the town that I can use to build more things. And so what you do is you're just doing resource management the whole time. You're this little like child king and you're running around the town and you're saying, okay, I want to build this here. I want to build this here. I want to build this here. And then you get adventurers walking through the town. And you're like, oh, hey, I want you to form a party with this guy. And I want you guys to go out because we got a bounty um, that was sent to our town from like so-and-so in this other village needs help. There's like a, a cave where there's a bunch of bandits and we need someone to clear out the bandits and they're going to pay us this much or whatever. So you put together a, a, a party of these characters, you hire them and you send them out to do this mission. And like while they're out, you see them like literally like run out of the town and then, and it says it's going to take them so long before they're done. And so then while they're out there doing their thing and you can occasionally like check on them to see the progress and like, if they're fighting like a boss or something, when they get when they engage with the boss, it'll show the boss's name at the top of the screen and you see this big long health bar and you don't see the battle happen at all. You don't see anything that happens outside the walls of your town, but as they're fighting, you see like the health bar going down and you'll see occasionally like little messages pop up that says so-and-so used a potion and whatever. Like it's like you're getting like this report of the battle in real time. But you're like just running around the town, like you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm fixing this thing and I'm I'm uh, you know, going to this shop and like you're like upgrading all your buildings so like the shops get better stuff over time and like um whatever but uh yeah it's it was interesting and i don't know what happens after a certain point because i only got so far into it at the time i didn't have a wii and so i was going to my buddy patrick's place and playing on his wii like when he was out of town for like a week because mm -hmm. i was going to check on his dog and stuff so i just sat down and like played the game on his wii <laughs> the dog's like limping in with its food bowl in its mouth right. like starving and you're like pissed off i'm playing <laughs> i'm like i gotta build another shop leave me alone um, yeah, but it was, it was really fun, but it just took so much time. Cause you're literally like playing for like, you gotta like wait for like an hour or more or whatever for like this adventure to be done and these people to come back and then you gotta send them off on another one. And it's like one of those like addictive things. You're like, all right, just one more. Let me send them out on one more mission. They're going to give me something good this time, you know? And you're sitting there like six hours later, like, fuck, I haven't done anything. <laughs> so you're like, I built all these buildings and sent all these people out to die for what? Yeah. And then after they made that one, that was My Life as a King, then they made one called My Life as a Dark Lord. Mm -hmm. And I didn't play that one, but PJ did, and it sounds really fun. It was like when tower defense games were becoming like really popular for a while. It was like a big tower defense like boom. Um, this game was one where you're this like evil dark lord of this tower, and there's these heroes, you know, Final Fantasy character, like job class heroes, that are coming to your tower to fight all the minions and like make their way up to the top and defeat. I don't know if they were defeating you or if you had a different boss at the top of your tower and you're just like this phantom or something. I don't know. But, um, but you're basically playing tower defense where you're like setting up, okay, this monster is going to be here and this trap's going to be here on all the different floors of the tower. And then these final fantasy parties would come in and just like try to mow their way through your, your tower and you had to like stop them from getting to the top. <laughs> There was a, a PSP game that was kind of similar to that called, like, What Did I Do to Deserve This, My Lord, or whatever, where you play as, like, you know, like, yeah, like, some dark demon king, whatever, and, like, adventurers would come in, you got points for killing adventurers and stuff, but then, like, better class adventurers would start kind of, oh, fuck, and right. I, like, just throwing stuff at them, and they're just, like, plowing yeah. through it, and you're, like, and they would get to you and try and kill you, and I'm, like, yeah, ah. that's cool. 
Um, did, did you ever play, so you had a 3DS. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play Fantasy Life? No. Oh, no, man. Dude, I wish. Like, that's one of the few 3D, like, because they remade, um, what was it, like, uh, the, the Square Enix one from, like, the DS and stuff for the Switch, the, what the fuck's it called? The, with the kid, with the headphones, very anime looking. Oh, um, The World Ends With You? Yes, yes, that was it. Like, they did that, so I'm like, man, I'm like. I heard that was really good, but I haven't played that one. Yeah, where I'm like, dude, I'm like, bring Fantasy Life. It's like, I was like, I want a sequel. I'm like, but I will accept them just better graphics and just porting it to the 3DS. Like, the (laughs) whole premise is you like, play as, like, you know, this little person, or, like, whatever, and it's very much kind of, like, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and, like, that art style, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where it's, like, little chibi, kind of big-headed, yeah. whatever, go around, mm-hmm. and you fight monsters, and stuff like that, and, like, real time, you go to different lands, and you level, up and there's, like, I just want to say, like, maybe, like, 12 different classes, or 10 different classes, or something, mm-hmm. but it's cool, Because at any given point, you can switch classes. And, like, each class has its own quest to do and, like, whatever. And you can only, like, do them, like, if you're as that class. And it's, like, to change classes, you have to go to whatever, like, the guild, whatever office. And then you can change your class and your outfit changes with it and whatever. And it was a lot of fun because there's, like, the warrior class and stuff. So then there's, like... Oh, like, hunting down this, like, giant monster thing and mm-hmm. stuff, and go and do that, and, like, turn the bounty, it levels up that class, but then, after a while, you're like, alright, I wanna do carpentry, so you go and change the carpenter, and then there's, like, you now you need to gather these materials to, like, craft shit and do whatever, and there's, like, you can make better weapons now, and mm-hmm. that also benefits your doing the warrior stuff, because now you can make better weapons and shit for them, there's nice. a cooking class. And then you get better cooking, it's like, the then heal yourself better, or cook shit that gives you better properties for, like, a shorter time and stuff. And so you can, like, constantly swap and do whatever, and then it's, like, there's some bosses and stuff, though, that it's, like, they're, like, insane. Like, you need more than one person. Mm. So you could, like, bring other people, like, into your game and oh, stuff that players? have the game, yeah. Oh, shit. So, like, Megan ended up, like, saw me, and she's like, this looks awesome. So, like, mm. we ended up buying her, like her own 3DS, and her own copy of that game. Mm. And my friend Kyle had it, so then the three of us were, like, nice. basically doing raids together, nice. like, getting these, like, insane bosses and stuff. Of, like, oh. Megan would be, like, an archer, like, in the back just doing this, and I'd be, like, the tank warrior, like, hitting nice. shit and stuff. And then Kyle would also be, like, a warrior or something, and, like, hit and then run back and, like, heal, and then, yeah. like, run in and keep, like, doing whatever. So it was so much fun. And that I was, sounds like, cool. I'm surprised I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it was, like, one of the, like, kind of, like, a lot of people, I don't think, heard it. It's kind of like a hidden gem yeah. on the 3DS where... So they haven't brought that to Switch, though. No. Oh. But that's the thing is because, like, you know, cool. it's made by Level 5, which is the same people who did, like, Nino Kuni oh. and shit like that. It was them. Oh. And it's, like, you do the openings and stuff, and it's, like, beautiful and, nice. like, awesome. And it's, like, you know... And I'm like, dude, like, yeah, it was, like, one of their games, but it just kind of slid under the radar, and, yeah. and like, you know, you look at, like, the art and stuff, and it's, like, very reminiscent of, like, you know, like, Gilby meets, like, Dragon Quest-looking kind of style of, like, nice. art and stuff. That sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So, I'm like, bring it to the Switch. Right. 
I'm like, they brought all the fucking Final Fantasy games and shit to the Switch. And yeah. I'm yeah. sure you'll probably buy them all. So play yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. VII I'll again. To, I'll have to play them again. And be on the <laughs> shitter and play No, what I need to play the most is FF9. It's kind of sad to say. Like, I really enjoyed FF9. It's one of the few that I've only played one time. I've only played through that one once. And, like, people love it, like, so much, like... Like, people get into that argument about what's the best Final Fantasy, and a lot of people like 9 more than 7. I'm like, I've always loved 7 more than a lot of them, but 9 is really fucking good, and I'm surprised I haven't, like, gotten back to it to play it a second time yet. I still feel like I remember it really well. Um, It's one of those where I'm like, oh, I don't feel the need to replay it because, you know, it still feels fresh in my memory, but it's been a long time, and I really should play that game again. Dude, well, I know, I think it's crazy that, like, when, um, like, awesome games done quick or summer games like when they do the speed runs and mm. stuff like for the, one of them's like final fantasy 9 mm. and it's like a 12 hour speed run wow and like they'll do it at like they'll start it at like nine at night and then it's like over like sometimes in the morning like the one do like swap out with like someone else and stuff during because it's like such a long but i mean that's impressive they you know able to do that and like that short a time, but I'm just like, God damn, yeah. that's like, you'd think speedruns like 12, I like, yeah. to practice that, like stuff, that. Like. Yeah, right? Well, back when I played FF7 a lot, like, when I was a teenager, and that was like, just the game I wanted to play, um, I played through just over and over, and I got to the point one time where I was like, I wanted to see how fast I could beat it, and I remember beating it, I remember the time that I beat it at was 32 hours, and now I have no idea how I did that. I'm like, really? I did. I remember it very clearly. I'm like, yep, I did it in 32 hours, but I'm like, just playing through it right now, this time, I'm not trying to beat it fast, but I'm also not trying to do all the extra stuff like I usually did when I played that game yeah. before. Because I'm like, I've done it, I've done it all, I've done it a million times, I don't need to, to do it this time. And I've never, aside from that one time that I tried to kind of speed run it, and I'm not, I'm not a speed runner, but yeah. like, aside from that one time that I like focused on just the time of it, trying to beat it fast, um, I, I really haven't just sat down and leisurely like played the game like in a, in a casual manner and not done all that stuff. So I wanted to see what that was like this time. I'm like, if I just, if this was just like the first time I played this game today and I didn't feel like doing all this extra stuff, what would, what would this experience be like? And I'm finding that like, even without doing all the extra stuff, this, it's a big game. There's a lot of stuff to do and it's very time consuming. I have no idea how I did it in 32 hours. Like I know, I know I was clicking through dialogue and not reading it because I knew what they were saying. And this time I'm reading all the dialogue, like as if it's the first time because their story beats I've kind of forgotten. So, um, so that does slow it down. It's, it's a lot of, it's the story stuff, but man, there's a lot to do in that game. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I mean, it is like four discs or whatever. It was, it was three, but there, there, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on the, just the first disc, uh, which is crazy to think about this FF7 remake. It entirely takes place in the Midgar section, which if you're going to think about it, that's like maybe, uh, fifth of the game if not like a eighth or tenth of the game like it's a very small portion of the entirety of what happens in that game um so yeah it'll be interesting to see how many episodes it's gonna take them to make this whole thing i'm thinking five i'm thinking it's gonna be like a five part thing this remake Damn. and it's like yeah. it took so long just to get that out it's like it I took don't even know. like yeah i mean they were working on it for like five years or something and it takes like it was like 40 hours of gameplay <laughs> Yeah, but it was really good. Um, well, yeah, it's cool that they got, like, because I was watching, like, the little, 
almost like documentary kind of thing on it. It was cool that they got like a lot of the like they wouldn't do it they said unless they could get like a lot of the original people who worked on like the first one and yeah. stuff to come back and work on it again. Yeah. And it shows because the people that worked on this, you could tell they know the fuck out of that game and they love it and they wanted this one to like capture the same like feeling and and you know do do you know pay tribute to the original game and like they did it right i think to a certain point um (laughs) tetsuya nomura needs to calm the fuck down though i will say that because the end of that game tetsuya nomura is the guy that made kingdom hearts and he worked on ff7 he's been like involved in the final fantasy games for a long time the end of the ff7 remake goes full kingdom hearts and i'm like dude i didn't need this like (laughs) i'm like it gets the end i'm like okay fine like whatever it is what it is but at the same time i'm like it didn't need to go that crazy it got too crazy by the end but i still really enjoyed the game (laughs) um the journey will continue yes yes but the problem with it going so bonkers by the end um, is that I just don't know how they're going to top that in the other installments. Since this is the first part of however many parts of this game, if there's if it's a three-part game or if it's a five-part game, I'm like, dude, if the first part ended like this, like, what the fuck are you going to do the next time? Does it mean that the next like installment is going to be an even bigger ending and then the next installment is going to be an even bigger ending? And if this has to go like five installments, like... The whole last, like, installment is just going to be, like, the last boss fight or something, like, because it's that crazy now. Dude, well, it reminds me of, uh, like, the meme thing where it's, like, it's, like, missions in RP, like, missions at the beginning of an RPG, and it's, right. like, rescue the cat from the tree or whatever, and it's, like, by the end, <laughs> and it was, like, defeat God. Right? Like... Literally. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> I, I, I toy with the idea of, like, making an RPG that just, like, turns all the paradigms on, on their head, like, does things backwards. Like, what if there's an RPG where you start with, like, you're fighting, like, the last boss sort of, like, character, and it's, like, this godlike thing, and, like, the end of the game is, like, you're doing a fetch quest. <laughs> but that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, uh, we, we still make fun of Chris to it for this day and mm-hmm. stuff that me and Matt do for like our one it was like some like game story class or something at Collins and stuff Chris wrote this like really fucking convoluted like anime bullshit RPG like storyline thing mm-hmm. it involved like time and collecting like the seven pieces of God to like nice. rebuild God and like yeah, all this really. like bullshit and I was just like reading it, like come on dude <laughs> like it's hard not to go there when you play a lot of JRPGs and shit because that's like what they always do. You're just like I don't know, I don't know how else to make an RPG if it's not getting super like. And like his main character top. that he drew looked like some like bat and chaos bullshit with like one wing. Right. And like he had like <laughs> his character had a like because he loves Final Fantasy like right. eight and shit too. It's, was Squall or whatever yeah. the fuck his name is with the gun sword. Yeah. But his character had a giant gun that actually shot swords. Nice. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> that level of, like, bullshit. Like, dude, come the fuck on. Like, what are you talking oh, about? That's funny. So how's negative space going? Uh, slow. <laughs> like, I need to continue working on it it's just work's been like i've been working so much goddamn overtime and it's just you know sleep like it's one of those things like you said too like i totally could like if i was able to crank out some like levels and stuff i think i could like 
at least finish like the level design and everything mm. by like the end of this year to then okay. just like and then just polish do like menu shit whatever and then sell like beginning of next year how many fucking levels do you have now um more than two well i'm like <laughs> one two i think like right now i i have because i know i'm i'm past the halfway because there's supposed to be like 90 like 91 i think 92 levels you're planning 92 level that's an interesting number why 92 <laughs> uh, well because so each level has nine or each world right has, has nine there's like okay. seven and then like the two bonus and okay. there's zero like chapter zero through nine so that's 10 right there so that's 90 and then there's a final like level world like world, whatever yeah. which is like i think one or two like levels so hmm. so yeah so 90 and then that way, you know, in, like, the trailers, we've got over 90 levels, and it's really just, like, 91. Why not 100? <laughs> Why not just round because it Because more work. <laughs> I'm like... Fucking slacker. Yeah. You can only make 92 levels? But Jesus. I think I'm at the point where, because I only have, like, I think, like, 30 levels left or something. Like, I'm at the point where I think I have, like, 60, so I'm, like, literally, like, almost, like, there. Like, two, um, two-thirds of the way. This is too many numbers and fractions for me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not the... I didn't realize math. we were in math class. Yeah, Jesus. I'm like, once you start putting letters and stuff in math, <laughs> it just gets crazy. But, yeah, you know, it's getting there. And it's just, I was working on it, you know, some, and then work just got, like, insane and stuff. And then yeah. I had, like, a couple day break and stuff, and that's where I did the my pet glop and stuff, because I had an idea for it. And I was like, I just want to like scope it out and just bang this out in these like three days or whatever that i have off so. once in a while you just gotta bang out a gleep glop yeah you just gotta go you know and just, <laughs> and just bang out a gleep glop you know uh, but i know i do need to get back on it and finish it at some point yeah i'll race you <laughs> yeah you're like Dude, well, that's what's funny is for, like, the longest time, too, there was, um, there's this guy, it's, like, he's been working on this game, he lives over in Ireland or whatever, and he's been working on this game called Mr. Grayscale, hmm. and at first, the game very heavily resembled Negative Space, uh -huh. but since then, he's, like, changed it, I think, because of me and stuff, he's, oh, like, really? changed so it. About yours. Well, yeah, because, like, he's... Because you're, like, what the fuck? Cease and desist! <laughs> yeah but like he like follows me and stuff on twitter and stuff so it's like he like knows about it, but it's like i would like show different things and i think like he added like he made it a lot more like colorful and like different character like the character like initially like was a cube but then you changed it into yeah. this little glob sort of thing and then now it has like little anime looking eyes and stuff so like why is he adding color if it's called mr grayscale shouldn't it just be you know, you would think, but you know, then I guess he, it's super, he got the pressure he, from you. that cease and desist. Yeah, he's gonna call him Mister Slightly Colorful. Yeah, he's gonna show up at like Indie Cave with like a fucking bat and like smash my <laughs> laptop. He's like, "Where's your god now?" <laughs> but yeah, so he's been working on it for like almost as long as I. So it's like I think between us, it's almost like we're like, who's gonna like release. Right their That's game funny. first but i think his even has like more levels and stuff than 
mine, but at the same time, I'm not like, I'm more of the quality over quantity. Like, I'm yeah, not just gonna yeah. do like whatever bullshit gets in. I'm like, right. if like it's too similar to something that's kind of already been done before, I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking make that. Well, like I told you, there's that other guy that's working on a remake of Final Fantasy 1 too that I, I, uh, like found online when I yeah. was like looking for stuff for mine. And, uh, like we've been talking ever since then, like he's on my discord channel and he's pretty active on there and everything. And what's funny is like, I'll post like screenshots of stuff I'm working on. And then, so he'll post screenshots of like his version, like, Oh, look at this thing that I figured out. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. It's I'm, I'm doing like, I'm not doing that stuff in mind, but like, like we're doing like very different things in each of our versions of the game. Um, I'm also a lot farther than he is in, in a lot of ways. Um, but uh like Flexing on him. Well like I'm <laughs> obviously like I'm sure that my version is gonna be finished before his. Yeah. But like it is just interesting like to see the different angles that we're going at because like he's doing things like, oh, you can like customize like the look of your characters by like kind of choosing like palette swap like options and everything at the beginning of the game. I'm like, oh, okay, that's not a thing that I care about. But like he did that and he did this thing to like make the make the screen kind of look as if you're seeing it on a crt uh -huh. like monitor where like it looks like there's little bands across like, yeah. little lines and everything like little faint lines and i'm like oh okay well i was actually more interested in like seeing how clean it can look on on a modern monitor you know so i'm not trying to make it look like like grungy or anything like that um and he's like adding he's literally like adding story and stuff into like the town so like this the first not the first town but like the the first town you get to after you've, like, you know, beat the first boss in the game, so the second town, you go there and there's, like, pirates have taken over the town and you've got to fight the pirates uh, before, like, the townspeople feel safe walking around and everything and then you get their ship. Well, he added this whole thing where, like, you walk into the town and, like, you walk a certain distance in and then there's, like, this dialogue box that pops up where this character runs down and he's like, help us, we've been attacked by pirates and he collapses in front of you and everything. I'm like, oh, geez, like, <laughs> I didn't feel like that was necessary. So, like, he's adding all this stuff to, like, make it feel more like an RPG that would have been made, like, Super Nintendo era uh -huh. where, like, everything isn't driven by, like, your characters walking up to everyone and talking to them to get the story. Like, he's triggered like, events. And yeah, stuff he's like doing that. triggered events that didn't exist in the original game. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. Okay. <laughs> so it's just different. You're like, you do you, bud. Right, right, right. Oh, but what I was going to say was I brought him up because uh, on my Discord... I'll be, like, talking about the game, and I'll, like, I'll post, like, an update, like, I've got a new build, and I'm like, all right, guys, here's a new update, go play it, and there's only, like, like PJ and one other guy that I met from playing FF11 online, um, the two of them play all my builds, pretty much, and give me lots of feedback, and so, like, that's what I've been, like, going on for, like, all of my playtesting is these two guys, and then the other guy, the one that's making his FF remake, like... He's barely played any of mine, and to be honest, I haven't played his either, but it's just mostly because I haven't had time because I've been working on mine, but, like, he posts, like, animated GIFs and stuff of him, like, stuff he's working on, so I feel like, like, I've got a pretty good idea of what's in it, but, like, he hasn't really played most of my builds, and, like, recently, he, like, actually loaded up one of my builds, he's like, okay, hey, I'm actually gonna play it, I'm like, cool, let me know what you think, I really, like, want to know what he thinks of this thing, because he knows the game super well, so yeah. I want to get his opinion, and so, like... But he never gets very far. He's, like, fired up my game a few times, and every time he's, like, he's like, yeah, I got to this certain point, but then it just made me want to work on mine again. And so it, like, got me all fired up. I'm like, oh, great, thanks. 
He's like taking notes and stuff. He's like, this right. is what Brandon did. He's like, he's like, you think you can send me some of these uh, Unity files? Uh, oh, we'll share things with each other. Like he shared like sound effect files and everything with me. Like there's like certain sound effects that like I fucking could not find anywhere. Like he'll like go onto an emulator and like rip them off of the like emulator version. I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. I'll I'll use that. There was one that like he took it off of an emulator, and uh, it's like the the sound that it makes when you're like walking through lava or something. It makes this like <laughs> like like terrible like staticky kind of sound mm-hmm. and like i could not find a sound effect like that so i like made my own by like listening to like all the different sound files in the game and like this one i'm like oh if i like take this one little clip at the end of the file where it kind of does this like sort of like sound and i like duplicate that and repeat it a whole bunch it, it should make something that sounds like this crackly garbage you know so like i made my own in fucking like audacity by like chopping up one sound effect and like stretching it out and duplicating it and then he's like oh well here i just got this one off the off the like emulator version i'm like okay and i listen to it i'm like that doesn't sound as good as the one i just made so i'm just gonna use mine instead but uh but usually like he can get some sound effects that i couldn't find anywhere else and i can't like reproduce so that's cool that's cool yeah yeah so we've helped each other out like mostly like he usually doesn't ask me for like you know uh, like things like files or anything like that. But, um, there's been a few things where like he was having a hard time, like with the battle system, like, how did you do this? Like these dialogue boxes, I don't know how I'm going to like get this one to like, you know, get like everything to open in the right order and stuff. And so I'll like kind of like sort of roughly tell him like what sort of like my, my code process was for that. But at the same time, like I feel weird about sharing a bunch of code, not, not cause I feel like someone's going to rip me off, but like, because this is just a personal project, I'm not coding at, like, the level, like, the standards yeah. that I would for, like, my job because I write, like, software for my job, too, but that's, like, a whole different process that gets code reviewed by other people and, like, you know, we're really, like, meticulous. Me and, like, my coworker um, that we're working on this, like, billing software, like, everything has to be, like, to a certain standard. Yeah, and pretty like, and Yeah, and with my Final Fantasy project, I'm like, this is just something I'm doing on the side and I don't give a fuck what the code looks like to a certain, like... To a certain point, yeah. like I've got my my own personal standards, but like I'll bend my own rules and stretch and everything just to fucking get something working because I'm like I've been working on this for a week and I I want to be done with it, so let me just fucking like hard code this shit and force it in there and just make it work. All that matters is as long as it looks good to the players. So I'll like stretch the rules. So like so I feel weird about showing people my code because I'm like yeah this kind of looks like shit. <laughs> he's like oh this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Right. <laughs> So yeah. So yeah. Video games, man. It's a thing. They exist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate you trekking over here to be on the podcast again. I missed you. Absolutely. I'm gonna have to disinfect after I after I leave your house to make sure I didn't catch the Rona. Yeah. (laughs) After you know my dogs berated you and jumped all over you. But yeah, um, where where can our listeners find your stuff? And I know you've been on a couple of times, mm-hmm. and said, but since since it's been a minute, you know, I'll yeah. plug yourself in. They gotta go listen to the other episodes to know. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so go to uh, rengames.us. That's where you can find my Renaissance Games website, and um, that'll link you to Facebook and Twitter and everything, and my Discord. Um, the Discord channel is the Final Fantasy Renaissance Project. I think you can just search for the title that way to find it. Um, 
but if you don't go to the website and you just link straight to it from there, um, please join my Discord. Um, I need more people playing the game. Like I said, I only have like two really dedicated play testers. So hopefully I'm finding all the bugs and hopefully everything feels fun to play and is relatively balanced, but um, I could use more people that uh, appreciate old school RPGs and like Final Fantasy. Um, I, could, I could use more people play testing the game, so please check out uh, Final Fantasy Renaissance. You too. That counts for you too. Play my game. <laughs> I, I've booted it up. <laughs> I play more of your game than you play mine. That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and you know, th thank you for listening, and that's that's gonna wrap it up again this week. And uh, you know, stay safe out there, stay home, and eat the rich.